0: That's uh, that's actually a, a very important question. That any project, any even like even for companies, companies obviously, but even for an open source project, actually, you have to ask yourself this kind of questions. So, what are we good at, or why should we use our technology rather than another one? Uh, so far, it's, there is one keyword that uh, that uh, that can actually answer this question: is the the interactivity. As soon as you need a physics simulation that will need to have some interactions and i'll, I'll detail what i mean by interactions uh, then so is a good choice for that and for interactions i mean so there will be user interactions for instance which which is one where you can have uh, a user in the simulation loop where you can choose to pull on an object or push on an object or maybe change the properties on the fly uh, of an object that's one kind of interactions but you you, you may also want to include so find some optimization optimization loops there again you need the simulation to be quite relatively fast uh, or for i would say more uh, uh, i would say today concern uh, all that goes around uh, uh, artificial intelligence where you need to feed and train networks potentially Uh, this training takes already a lot of time if you don't want this training to take forever having quite efficient and interactive simulation is quite uh, quite important so that's uh, mm. that's I would say why uh, why Sofa could be a good choice for, for physics simulation. but uh, then you said because sometimes when, when we talk about physics simulation it can be complicated to to define what kind of material, how we can make sure that it's actually fitting the reality, fitting the properties of, uh, of, the, of the robot or of the organ depending on what we are modeling.
1: In this podcast, I'm sharing my passion and curiosity for soft robotics, where we share inspiring stories about the work we do and how we can push the limit. I am Mara Dweeney and this is Soft Robotics Podcast. Support for this show comes from Science Robotics Journal. I really find science robotics to be a great resource for reliable and tangible research where we can really push the limit of the science we do in robotics. Great way to stay up to date with the published article is checking out the released monthly issue. All the links will be included in each episode description. We will also happen to have a regular conversation on the most published science robotic articles where also you can contribute with your questions and thoughts about the research. Thanks, Science Robotics, for sponsoring Soft Robotics Podcast. So maybe firstly, if you can introduce who you are for the audience, maybe first time listening to you.
0: Yeah, definitely. So my name is uh, Hugo Tabot. I'm, I'm an engineer working at INRIA, which is a French research institute in computer science. I've been working in the, in the field of uh, physics simulation for about 10 years now. Uh, And uh, today what I'm doing at INRIA is uh, I'm in charge of the SOFA project, which is an open source project for physics simulation.
1: First of all, I would like to thank you for the great help we're doing in the community for SOFA framework. So thank you for that. So maybe firstly, if still listening to you or researchers, what is actually SOFA is and why it's maybe so significant for soft robotics in particular, and maybe also robotics?
0: yeah yeah definitely so so is a project that started back uh, in 2006 uh, so it's uh, it's been running for 15 mm-hmm. years but at the at the very beginning uh, so far was uh, aiming at i would say mostly medical simulation uh, so reproducing the physics of the organs and what is in so far is basically soft and rigid body dynamics uh, that's uh, that's what is a physics engine and we were using that for modeling organs and ho- hopefully building training simulation, like reproducing what was uh, happening in the human body uh, instead of training on real patient, training on, on virtual patient. And, and also some teams were using SOFA s- s- since the very beginning for also computer graphics. But that, that was really the beginning of SOFA. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after a few years of research, uh, collaborations and so on, more and more teams started to, to use SOFA. And the, actually, actually the domain of applications of SOFA grew as well. Uh, towards as you said robotics uh, uh, that's uh, that's one uh, like using articulated robots for uh, robotics uh, uh, i would say yeah robotics uh, robotic surgeries for instance and mm-hmm. nowadays there is also autonomous robotic surgeries and the the latest trend i would say in in robotics is actually as you mentioned as well soft robotics using completely soft robots and and for that uh, using a physics engine where what we are simulating is deformable objects is actually quite useful. So we are using SOFA for that.
1: So maybe I'm just asking you what maybe is still challenging when it comes to physics engine simulation, specifically for like soft material or like, or, or can you say it's very hard to simulate. What kind of mathematical model based on this kind of building the SOFA? And do you think there's maybe something still challenging to capture the real physics here in this scenario like that?
0: Yeah, so yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, so uh, what is the first in, in so far? It's actually state-of-the-art algorithms for physics simulation. You will find uh, elastic elastic uh, cons- constitutive laws. Uh, you'll find hyper-elastic constitutive laws. All, all that is uh, obviously open source. And what you also need for a physics engine is not only the 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 I would say the mechanical constitutive laws, but you'll need also all the solvers and integration schemes that comes uh, that are actually coming with it, and yeah you'll you're gonna have the the I would say again uh, a state of the art like earlier or uh, new mark solvers, uh, uh, iterative uh, iterative uh, uh, linear solvers, direct uh, direct uh, solvers. So you're gonna have. All the, I would say all the machinery, all the all the tools for running your physics simulation. That's what. So that's directly what you have when you download Sofa.
1: Mm-hmm. And maybe also a question because people ask sometimes when I'm using, for example, Sofa versus other tools. What maybe makes Sofa standing uh, when it comes to physics simulation for soft robots? Yeah, maybe uh, people are listening, why I should use Sofa example.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's actually a, a very important question. That any project, any even like even for company companies, obviously, but even for an open source project, actually, you have to ask yourself this kind of questions. So, what are we good at, or why should we use our technology rather than another one? Uh, so far, it's, there is one keyword that uh, that uh, that can actually answer this question is the the interactivity. As soon as you need a physics simulation that will. Need to have some interactions, and I'll, I'll detail what I mean by interactions. Uh, then Sophia is a good choice for that. And for interactions, I mean, so there will be user interactions, for instance, which which is one where you can have uh, a user in the simulation loop, where you can choose to pull on an object or push on an object, or maybe change the properties on the fly uh, of an object. That's one kind of interactions. But you 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 may also want to include so find some optimization optimization loops. There, again, you need the simulation to be quite relatively fast, uh, or for, I would say, more, uh, uh, I would say, today concern, uh, all that goes around uh, uh, artificial intelligence, where you need to feed and train networks, potentially. Uh, this training takes already a lot of time. If you don't want this training to take forever, having Quite efficient and interactive simulation is quite uh, quite important. So that's uh, mm. that's I would say why uh, why Sofa could be a good choice for for physics simulation. And I uh, I did not re- reply all all your questions to, to the previous question you, you mentioned. So what are the wh- what are the models available in Sofa? So that that I answered, but uh, then you, you said because sometimes when when we talk about physics simulation, it can be complicated to. To define what kind of material, how we can make sure that it's actually fitting the reality, fitting the properties of uh, of the of the robot or of the organ, depending on what we are modeling. Uh, so research teams have been actually investigating that quite uh, quite a lot to, to develop methods to take models, generate models, as uh, we we mentioned them, like elastic elastic models or hyperelastic models. And those models are only models, so they cannot model everything, and they depend on parameters, mechanical properties. And these properties uh, can be adjusted for a specific organ or a specific patient, and there have been a lot of effort put to estimate at best those properties based on theoretical data, interoperative data. So that can be using uh, Bayesian inference, uh, like uh, the Kalman filterings, uh, Optimization that's, yeah, you can find a lot of different methods to evaluate and and, mm-hmm. and compute those uh, mechanical parameters.
1: I'm curious to ask you if there's kind of material I've ever encountered was hard to simulate, or maybe, yeah, it seems hard for, yeah, to capture what's actually happening here in this material. Um,
0: I, yeah, actually there is uh, um, almost, I would say, any living tissues uh, uh, will, will, would, would actually fit this kind of uh, definition, like, hard to be defined. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's for sure. And, and that's actually the reason why all the teams working uh, working with a, with a physics simulation for for modeling organs, either they keep to, I would say, state-of-the-art values and saying, oh, we are keeping the literature, literature values and we do not consider that it's our work to to define them, or they will try to evaluate those parameters. and for that they will have, they will use, again, as I said, like optimization loops to make sure that the simulation fits exactly the patient data uh, or yeah, uh, regarding some other inputs like images or or su- surface data uh, of, an, of an organ to to evaluate those mechanical properties.
1: That's excellent point. Also, I'm curious to ask you, but I think that's a question we have in the community, how we can close the gap from simulation to reality. And I'm curious to ask you, since Sufa may be highly dependent on finite element method, and there's a lot of points about the limitation of the the accuracy of the mesh. Can you tell me how do you see this kind of, for example, using approaches beyond FEM and not to be dependent on the mesh itself, like MBM, extended finite element? Do you have ever considered something like that?
0: Yeah, in, in so in, in what you'll find in Sofa as you said, it's uh, it's mostly FEM, uh, and that's what will mostly be available when when you download Sofa. So within the project, but again, the the project is following a, a model of a project a open source project, which is called Open Core. So you have the open source project, and all around you can actually develop plugins. Uh, research teams can develop plugins. Independent developers and companies can actually develop plugins. That's what uh, allows uh, the, the the open source license of Sofa, the LGPL. It's uh, uh, a non-contaminating license, so you can really do whatever you want with the core of Sofa. And, um, and, and 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 yes, so, so some teams uh, w- worked on the um, uh, w- worked on this uh, on this topic, uh, like using uh, I, what is called. I, I was looking for for the acronym for, for They worked with IBM, like IBMerspaner methods which are, again, some other kinds of uh, integration methods where you're not going to model the exact uh, uh, frontier, the exact boundary of your of your object, but just you're going to emerge a full 3D object within a grid, for instance. And, and it will make the machine process way simpler, the integration process a bit more complicated. But uh, it will it, it will be a good trade-off between the uh, I would say the the, the, the fo- formalism of FEM and keeping a very good accuracy. So that's so that's some work that has been done in the community to I would say balance this problem of uh, being accurate while you keeping I would say computation time as low as possible. That's uh, that's one, one thing. There have been some work, to, uh, some work on, okay. on uh, XFEM, I know, but it well, it, it has not been uh, uh, merged back. It was just a, a master project, so not merged back in, in so far. But yeah, there have been some other projects, but they would be a bit more minor project compared to the average boundary method uh, I was just mentioning before.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So, I'm going ask you about maybe limitation or maybe something I think in the community we speak about how we can have simulation to replicate the creep test or fatigue test of failure. Do you think in SUFA you can do this extension? Because sometimes I don't know what is the limit here that you can go and simulate the actual material in fatigue state or fracture or whatever like that.
0: Um... So for, for so for what 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 you are mentioning by fracture cutting, uh, those kind of things are what we call topological changes in, in, in physics simulation. So changing the topology of, of an object on the fly, this is this is feasible with Sofa. Uh, that's uh, that's what uh, some some research teams are, are doing. Some independent developers are also doing that uh, on their own. So this does work. Um, uh, then I would say there is. Uh, one limitation to to uh, and it's not really uh, to sofa, but r- rather to FEM, is that it's a numerical tool. So definitely not a magic tool, and you unfortunately, I would say, always need to be a bit at least aware of what you are actually manipulating on you on a, on a numerical standpoint. So you need to be a bit aware of like li- what is linear algebra, what is what are your numerical settings and why your problem can actually find or not find a solution. So that's, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's, uh, I think it's some kind of limitation. It requires actually a bit of, uh, of, I think, background on those, uh, on those different topics. Mm
1: -hmm. Interesting. I also just ask you because I think in the community we have some tools coming up though, like simulating soft robots for large deformation. That's kind of tools, like a drake by TRI, the Resistance Institute. And we had an episode with Restedric, and he said that uh, he strongly disagrees with the community that you can't simulate, for example, robots or soft bodies with simple mathematics. Do you think that's? You still agree that if you want to simulate the physics of material? You can't go for just simple mathematics. You don't have to go for a complicated, deep level. How do you see this kind of uh, abstraction? Do you need for simulation, physics simulation?
0: For I think so. Uh, first, uh, just to, to 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 remind or just to explain uh, what kind of background I have. I am no, no robotician at all, and. Not, neither uh, soft soft robotics, so I cannot really talk about the the robotics fields that I'm not uh, the best aware of. But uh, I think it's typically like any o- other simulation problem, where it will only be a question of choices and trade off. I mean, you can choose a pretty simple model depending on the kind of control law you wanna you want you wanna have, depending on the accuracy of, of the of the of this law that you you are expecting. It may be way, way sufficient to keep with uh, I would say, simple, simple control laws and so on, without having the whole FEM model and so on. Uh, sometimes uh, you'll say, yeah, I'll need to, to go even finer uh, than than that what we are usually doing. So it's not going to be a real time or interactive anymore. If you need a lot of accuracy, yeah, maybe you won't be able to, to compute that uh, uh, in in a in real times. So maybe you'll need to have some heavier computation. So I think, unfortunately, it's a bit case-dependent, that kind of of question, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. And do you think there's a proper way, do you recommend that, the proper way to approach simulating uh, certain soft bodies, for example, which region of interest, do you have any kind of maybe intuition how to approach the proper way to simulate soft bodies? Do you think there's something Sometimes mistakes when it comes to simulating, for example, soft tissues or living material, something like that. What could be the proper way to approach?
0: Uh, the, again, on I think on the on the robotic side, I could uh, I could not really tell, uh, unfortunately, since it's really not really my background, I, I would I could not really judge of that. But looking at physics simulation, unfortunately, I, I'm, a beast, I'm a bit I'm a bit biased by FEM. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm I'm actually working with uh, FEM for for almost always now so uh, uh, that's the way uh, the way we are usually doing there have been for instance uh, other approaches that have been developed a lot uh, those last i would say 10 years uh, the you know the uh, uh, particle based methods like uh, like uh, the flex uh, flex nvidia approach uh, that were in physics simulation looking like a-, a revolution so yeah it's interactive but actually some ca- sometimes very hard to tune And not that much of realistic neither. So I think there is, uh, there will always be uh, limitations or drawback to some, to some methods, you just need to be aware of them. That's, uh, that's what you need.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And there's a kind of still since your experience I have this kind of a trade-off you can't really avoid when it comes to SUFA so far in simulation, the trade-offs.
0: Again, uh, for, uh, for physics simulation, it's all the question of trade-offs since Mm you are trying to model some, something which is continuous, like uh, a, an object made of... I mean, you could consider that it's discontinuous if you look at the atom, uh, atom level, but otherwise uh, it's we are talking about continuous objects. And for that, we need to integrate in space, integrate in time, and on those both um, uh, aspects, we need to, to do that. We are actually subdividing space and time into sub-elements and who says discretization says directly that, we, that there will be a trade-off. You can go for a very fine discretization on both time and space. It's going to take forever. Uh, that's uh, that's what, what is actually done for you know, uh, 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 everything that goes in aeronautics and, and, and so on for years. All these uh, engineering uh, domains are always uh, always uh, using that kind of approaches, super fine resolution in time, super fine resolution in, in space taking hours, days, some years ago it was taking, uh, taking days, uh, sometimes weeks mm. of computation, but uh, it doesn't matter, you were looking for super, super high accuracy, so that was the purpose. I mean, it's always the question of, of getting this, uh, this balance be- between what you are expecting uh, in performances and accuracy.
1: And since we're close to the end, I have a few questions. Maybe the first one, when you look to super so physics simulation, where do you think we can push the capabilities of simulation uh, capabilities, to push the capabilities? What is maybe area of improvement, or do you think still very challenging? Yeah.
0: Yeah. This um, uh, w- what is actually currently happening uh, in in soft robotics, going for getting automatic shapes. Uh, I mean, automatically defined uh, through some optimization optimization processes, or uh, uh, or some some um, or some networks that, that would have been trained before to. Like that, output some completely new shapes of soft robots. So first, soft robots is I won't say new because it's been uh, it's been there for I think yeah, at least five years. But it's uh, people I guess are, are even working on this topic for way way more longer than than I than I'm even thinking about. But um, it's it's really at least on on my on my end for for non specialist in soft robotics. It's uh, pretty exciting to see all what we could find find out. Even without expecting it, like new shapes of robots, uh, new, new properties of robots, new de- yeah, all the, the new design, this, this is pretty exciting. And that's a bit linked if we go back to not only your robotics and soft robotics, but also medical simulation, uh, since that's where we are coming from. It's using all those kind of automatic design to go towards uh, patient-specific, automatically designed uh, um, medical devices like you would have medical devices automatically designed for one specific patient, uh, before an operation that, w- that would be, I think quite, uh, quite exciting for,
1: yeah.
0: and that yeah. Could, uh, yeah, I think there is a lot of, do, a, a lot of to do here in, in that area.
1: So maybe a few questions left the first one: if a student interested in working in physics simulation, what could be the good starting point or something you have to consider at the first step to be in physical simulation domain and just have experience and hands on. Yeah.
0: The, so first, first, obviously, first question, what do you want to simulate? Okay, what do, what do you want to model? And what's really in your simulation, what is the, the focus of the simulation? What's What do you want to extract as an information from this simulation so that we can really focus on these specific properties or those specific regions? If if you are interested in really the contact uh, between, uh, between two objects and modeling properly the contact, let's, I would say, focus on... Uh, on, on this area, specific area and, and spend all the computation time on this uh, on this uh, focus. If your focus is more like finding out the best shape, uh, mm-hmm. there it would. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, regarding again, regarding maybe uh, the the volume, the volume of your of your robot, minima- minimizing the the, the volume. I don't, I don't know. That's really to to define what is the focus of your simulation, so that we can uh, then tailor. Tailor and build the simulation so that uh, the, the, the main the computation time is actually spent on what you're in, interested in.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. So, the last question related to the open source. I think that since, since SOFA is open source, I think that some people say sometimes open source is complicated, sometimes it's messy. And uh, and thanks to you, I think the community, you're doing a great job in, in maintaining the tool. But for you, how do you see the compromise between open source and commercial tool? And for you also, as an organization, what may be challenging to like funding or to maintain this project for this years yeah
0: Let, let's say for just if if we if we think about uh, I would say commercial application or even even for research like to be an independent researcher and and not having to 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 provide any feedback and so on I mean open source is uh, especially with the li- the license we have which is uh, so as I said earlier uh, LGPL. Basically, really an open open license you can you have the freedom to download use modify and build a product freely open so far um, there is really no limitation for uh, for cr- creativity for building a product for making a business uh, even if you're based on open source I think it's even if you have the open source philosophy and if you carefully thought about what is the code of that, where where all the value of your developments is. This code, you keep it private, obviously, and all the rest, which is not of uh, importance for your research team or for your company, you provide that back to the open source community. It's actually really fostering innovation first for you because it means more and more people will get you know to to know your technologies to know your simulations and so on and still you have you have the full freedom to choose, i mean to to sell products or to choose what kind of research you want to do so no limitation definitely on the commercial aspects i think there is no limitation and we never encountered any company or industrial partner or independent developer that got some kind of frustrated with the license just never um, I, I, I do not remember the second part of your, your question there was there was commercial commercial aspects of the open source license and yeah and th- there was a question of you know uh, you, you mentioned me- the messiness maybe and 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 so it's it's a project so is a project coming from research so which is evolving all the time so it has some advantages. Typically, new technologies are coming into the open source continuously. So that's interesting for other research teams, for companies, because you are getting uh, some kind of updated version of software all the time. Uh, obviously, it may, it's, it's also a software which is evolving all the time as well. So uh, it's, you, may, you may have some, some kind of you know, uh, efforts to put in the dev to follow uh, the evolution of the, of the software um uh, and and yes and unfortunately since it's a, a software coming from research we are providing a documentation we are providing technical support but it's and we know that it's never enough i mean it's never enough because it's never clear enough there is never enough videos to illustrate what can be made with sofa what how to use sofa how to download and compile sofa so that's that's something we are continuously trying to to work on but unfortunately it's uh, an endless uh, endless task
1: yeah, that's an excellent point. Yeah, I don't know if also for uh, maybe labs would like to connect with you how they can do that, or maybe because I know you have a lot of cooperation about that. So if anyone listening a lab or, yeah, how to cooperate with you yeah.
0: to 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 collaborate. I and mean, first, I think the, the 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 easiest way to to first just give a look at Sofa. It's, uh, to go on the webpage of Sofa, Sofa, Sofa dot org, and download Sofa. Just try, give it a try. Uh, you, you're, you're going you're gonna to get some executable that you can uh, execute on your own, uh, own machine, run some C- Sofa simulations. And if you want to see more and, and run more, just download the sources, try to compile Sofa. If you don't succeed, just keep, keep in touch with us. Uh, there is all the information online. Uh, we are always here to help whatever... Uh, it's a research lab or a company. That's uh, that's uh, the philosophy of the of the community is really to take care of anyone interested in, in physics simulation. So that's uh, that's what we do. And especially since you have a, a, an audience of robotics and soft robotics, it's, it's something which is really growing uh, as an activity in the community. It's I think now almost reaching 50% of the community, which is quite significant for us. So yeah, just join the force. And I think there will be even more and more things happening in the, in the soft robotics uh, community, uh, in the next month, so, you'll stay tuned.
1: Wonderful. So there was a question Is what could be the best advice was given to you and maybe it was a life-changing advice was given to you and was a life-changing. Yeah.
0: I have one quite simple, actually. It's, uh, uh, just never, never, never to hesitate to just say that you don't know or you do do not really understand th- something, I think it's the most important point. Mm. Because way too often I, I, I'm, I met people where I thought for days, weeks, years that they, they actually understood some things. And myself, I, I actually, actually I, I thought sometimes that I was understanding some stuff, but still unsure and keeping this kind of uncertainty without being like, sure, we are talking the same language, we, we know what we are talking about. Just mm. ask Excellent. for... Guidance, and that's that's uh, at, at any age. I think it's a good, uh, a good, uh, a good yes, reflection.
1: So, so I don't know if you have any final words. Like to say, Hago, hey, for the community before we closing. Do you have any final words? Like to say, uh,
0: first, uh, thank you for the invitation. I think second, I would say that yeah, we, we have. I'd like to thank the whole, especially soft robotics community that with we've, uh, we've working around so far, and led uh, led by especially the Defrost team that that you know, uh, who's doing actually large part of the work in self-robotics for us uh, around so far and yeah stay tuned we're gonna we're gonna give our best to make things always i think simpler easier to access and with always more support for the for the community so do not hesitate to to get in touch with us